So there I was. Me and this fresh new piece of glass that was going to be installed on the passenger side of my girlfriend's Toyota Corolla. And normally, this would be something to be very nervous about. Say, how are we going to do this? You know, even though I wanted to be a mechanic, uh, maybe a year or two prior, I had only learned uh, some minimal things. Like, I mean, I could take out a tire and do that, no problem. I think that's just something every guy just needs to learn to do at some point. How to change out a tire, you know, put the jack underneath and do your thing and then uh change my own oil learned how to change my own oil which that gets more and more complicated the newer cars get because they try to put them in weirder and sometimes better and sometimes worse locations and uh you know brake fluid and alignment and some of the basic stuff um and you know battery replacement alternator took my own alternator out once to get a charge so there's like some base i got some basic things in my hand but i've never replaced the window before this is my girlfriend we're talking about so she uh i'm trying to remember how it went down i don't remember how her window broke i do remember what i did do for a little bit for her is i had created this like false window out of uh like tape clear tape and uh zip ties on the door handle super creative so i took the door plastic uh housing that was on the interior of the door i took it off so i could see the doorway a little better and uh, i saw how the the handle mechanism was engineered and I said, you know what? With some rightfully placed zip ties, you can still open the door without the door handle. And that's what I did. So the door can be opened from the inside. And then I used all this clear tape so she can still see out of the window. At first, I had only used like black trash bags and uh, like the thick kind. And I taped the junk out of it so that it wouldn't flap when she drove. And then I, I created a little window and I used clear tape there so she can see her rearview mirror. And then I eventually upgraded to the, like the whole, you know, uh, plastic tape. And uh, I think it was only a couple weeks. I don't remember how long it was that it was, you know, engineered this way. Custom engineered by me, I should add. And uh, finally, she got a window, an actual window. I, I, I want to say pick and pull may have been involved or she just went out and bought. I don't remember. But I knew that this was a perfect chance for me to impress the junk out of her. And I was like, yeah, come on. I mean, how hard can it be? I'll do it. So I said, yes. Well, I have never done this before. So... I see the window, I, I see the, the door part, and again, this would be the spot to kind of freak out and be like, what am I going to do? But because I'm amazing, I had researched what to do, and this was the day and age where YouTube was still new to everybody. So I've said in another episode somewhere that I had a BlackBerry. I didn't get to tell you the model, it was the BlackBerry Pearl. And the Pearl uh, was, a, again, it, it was the best phone in the world. But anyway, enough about the phone. Um, one thing I was pretty well known for 
for uh, my early years uh, as a young adult was always being on my phone, always. And people would ask, you know, like you just have conversation with people like, oh, I wonder this or I wonder that or when did this happen and what do you think about that? And just silly things to history to anything. And well, I was the kind of person that was like, let me look that up. And uh, I would just do a search engine. It didn't matter. It wasn't always Google back then. Yahoo or Google or whatever the heck I could find. And um, yeah, I was was that person. And so when I had agreed to do the window for her, I searched it and I found it on the YouTubes. And so I watched a video on the YouTubes how to replace this window. And I watched the, I looked up the exact year and the make and the model and everything. And, and I found it. And not only did I find that one, I found another one. So that, cause there's like two or three different, um, uh, mechanisms, you know, engineering on how this window was going to be installed. So I looked up like three different ways to do it. So when I pulled the window in, I got rid of the, the tape and the, you know, everything I had engineered prior and I took off all the zip ties and I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, oh, look at that. I know exactly what this is. This is uh, called the uh, scissor something. I don't remember. I don't remember what it's called because back then I did because I had just researched it. But I did I did familiarize it. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I did see this. So I know what I'm doing. And so I, I put the window through. I got it on the thing and I screwed where I needed a screw. And I like, you know, kind of made sure it was nice and tight and not too tight because it's glass. And I did it, man. I, I put that sucker in, and it worked phenomenally. And I put the door thing back on, got her door handle fixed, figured out, and and uh, yeah, I was a hero. I was a hero. I impressed her, and I'm married to that woman today, by the way. Just in case you're wondering, and so um, I, I su- super impressed her, and uh, <sighs> that would be uh, how I would live the rest of my life. Just so watching youtube videos figuring out how to do things (laughs) it's not it's not entirely true but it's not entirely false either so nowadays everybody can do that anybody just looks up you know they just google it and youtube it and how do you do it and uh, why is this and why is that and it's you know it has its pros and cons the big pro is you can do something like this last minute look it up and oh i got this i'll figure it out the big con is you don't learn anything properly. Most of what you're learning is last minute, so you don't retain it. And then on top of that, you also are, uh, you're not studying what you're doing, you're just doing it. So again, it's, it's, there's no retainage. There's no, you don't retain the information in any way. You just kind of do it to do it. And uh, you're, you kind of become like, a, almost like a master, or what is it, a jack of all trades, but master of none. You know, but you don't even have a, you're not even a true jack of all trades. You know, you're just kind of like, I'll Google it when I get there. And so that, that needed to stop. I couldn't let myself do that. When I picked up a trade, it was like, no, I need to get good at this trade. I need to know what everyone's doing in this trade and get deeper and learn more and and process more. And, um, a lot of that has to come with self-learning, man. You got to self-teach yourself and self-motivate and self-encourage and self-self-self. And and because uh, not you're not always going to have somebody in there to kick you in the rear and say, do this. Now, my motivation with my girlfriend, of course, was to impress her. 
And that, I mean, that, I'm just being straight, pure, honest. That was it. It was like, I'm going to do this so I can show off and be the, the cool hero boyfriend. That was the whole purpose. There, I mean, that was it. You know, I mean, that's not a bad motivator. Now, in most cases, most people are motivated by money, by funds and income and trade learning most people who pick a trade are not picking a trade because it's cool when you're when you're a kid you're like yeah i want to be an astronaut i want to be a firefighter because fire trucks are cool and i want to be a cop because cops and you know you have all these different things and then you get older and you're like wait a minute they only make how much a year i gotta do what i gotta train how i have to have what certification and what degree and then all of a sudden your motivation becomes like, uh, what is the easiest thing to learn that makes the most money? And, uh, I mean, that's a big one right there. And I don't know how many times I've had friends switch majors. Switching majors is a great way to waste time for your life. Take that from someone who never went to college. <laughs> but I have watched it. I have seen people switch majors and they are dead inside because they know like man i paid money to pursue this one major and now i gotta switch over because of me no one's forcing this i'm just indecisive now most kids are punk kids that are getting paid by their parents to go to school like their parents oh i got you mijo or mihan i'll pay and blah 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 and they're like, I'll support you. I want to teach you. I want you to get the degree and yada, yada. And so they're there like doing all this stuff for them. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. You're literally wasting other people's money when you do that. And uh, so then you get other kids that are like, well, let me get a job and then let me try to afford. Now here in America, let me just say in the defense of anybody that wants to go to college, it is incredibly expensive. And so, of course, every college kid that hears a politician that's like, we're going to bring down the rate we're gonna make the rich you know pay for the uh the college fund no no more college amount you know you hear that you're like excited but remember politics man politics politics the way they do it is they'll raise taxes somewhere they're gonna make someone pay for that somewhere it's good old america anyway so so what do you do how do you learn? Where, what, what do you take on? What trade should you take on? And what should be your motivator? And I saw, I got, uh, Mary Grace, my wife, had sent me a really good quote. My wife, you know, the, the, when she was my girlfriend, like when I did the window. I'm just throwing that out there, man. Like, I impressed her so much that we're married. <laughs> That's where it started, is the window, wasn't it? She'll tell me. So anyway, um, yeah, so she showed me a quote that said, um, I'm going to remember the quote. Give me a minute. It's it's after hours. It's evening time. I'm tired. My mind is slowly turning into mush. Um, oh, geez. She sent me a quote that said, I did. Oh, that's what it was. People think I'm obsessed with money. They think I started a business because I'm obsessed with money. I'm not obsessed with money. I'm obsessed with freedom. And I've, I know I've, I've talked a little bit about starting my own business and switching jobs and how big I was about schedule and everything. So when she sent that to me, she knew like it's, well, it's because it's me. You know, that's, that's, that's who I'm like, yeah, I want some freedom. I want to be able to, you know, if I work late, well, that's because of me. 
if I'm uh, getting up early to work, it's because of me. You know, I'm I'm choosing that. And my motivator now uh, is not just my wife; it's my kids, my family. You know, I'm the primary source of income, and and um, I mean, I'm the only income like 95 to 99 percent of the time. And on occasion, you know, my wife might get a job or like a like a side something, or like she might be working for us and like. But uh, like by us, I mean like the company, like she'll she'll do something and we'll pay her. And and so uh, aside from that, man, it's it's pretty much me going to work and getting the income. And uh, that's a lot of pressure when when you are the sales guy and the installer and the finisher and the, uh, you know, the accountant and everything in between. And so um, it's a lot of pressure, actually. But. It's I'm motivated. I got my family, and uh, next to my family, I have ministry, and next to ministry, I have freedom. You know, I don't have to put in a two weeks notice, or I don't have to put in like a two month notice that I'm going to try to take a day off two months later. Um, I can just do it. I can even wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm gonna call everybody and tell them I'm not going to go to work today. Um, and be okay about it. But I, I don't do that because I'm motivated. I, I, you got to stay motivated. So I think about my kids and I see how my little ones are. My oldest one, uh, she will watch how I do something because she loves, she she gets a kick out of being able to pick up on something and saying, uh, I watched daddy do it and now I know how to do it. Like she she loves to do that. My middle child will sometimes also feel the same way, but mo- majority of the time, she has no problem being like, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. How about you do it for me? And um, and it's, it's, it's their personalities. You know, their personalities are just different. And one another thing about my middle child is she has to be in the mood. So there's sometimes where she's very much like, I want to do this myself, get out of my way. And there's other times she's like, eh, I don't want to do anything. How about you do it all for me? And then there's my youngest, which, mind you, she's only four years old right now. Going to be five in January. But when for her she she, she's real blunt again it's their personalities and so she's she has no problem saying like i don't know how to do that like why would you ask me to do that i don't know how to do anything and like we got a teacher like no surprise you are now at the age where you can start doing things on your own wow look at that and so you know she she again kind of half and half there's that sense of excitement like i know how to do it get out of my way and if you know anything about toddlers you know that if they are really pushy about it, they're like, don't help me, I'm going to do this. And for my youngest one, she will be in a fit, crying in the corner, trying to put her shoe or sock on or something. And I had to stop her and be like, woman, like ask for help. What is wrong with you? My middle child will sometimes cry and not because of she's having a hard time doing it, but because she doesn't like the way it feels. Again, it's about her mood. Sometimes she's like, man, I don't like the way this feels. Like, I don't like these shorts because they feel weird, but I want to wear them because they look great. And, ah, the sacrifice of trying to look good, you know. Anyway, so uh, I'm trying to capture what motivates them right now. So as far as money goes, I'm very blessed that they look at money as like when I get money, I need to give it to God, like offering and and uh, tithing, and which is something that christians do and then like we they they see us do that and they know that's a thing so they like to receive money so they can give it away which is not a bad thing man i'm totally okay with them being generous 
but I am curious what their motivator is going to be and what they're going to choose for work. Now, they're very little. So at the moment, you know, sky's the limit, you know. Um, the I do know that my middle child has made it real clear, uh, from my understanding, from what I remember, that she wants to be a vet, a veterinarian. She wants to work on animals. But I also think, I also think that she said she wanted to be a dentist. I don't remember which one she wants to go with. Um, the oldest has many times said she wanted to be an artist, but then she realizes she gets good at something else. She's like, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do that. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. So who knows? And then the youngest one right now, she just wants to be a soccer player. She wants to rule the world with her soccer skills. And I don't blame her. You know, she's amazing. So who knows what they're going to pick. But I'm also, also curious. I don't know how many times I've said that so far how they're going to learn. I didn't, you know, I, I don't have any college, uh, experience. My college experience is me trying to get into college and failing at it. Um, but as eventually just pursuing the workforce, that's the extent of it. Aside from that, everything I've done has been forcing myself to learn and utilizing, uh, workforce around me you know, example, like if the job is going to pay for me to learn something, well, shoot, man, sign me up. I'll do it. Um, so sort of, I've been certified in all kinds of nonsense from heavy machinery and certain power tools and whatnot, but then also, uh, security rated, uh, software testing and stuff like that. And that's because of the jobs, the jobs gave me the certifications. But aside from that, I mean, I I have so many hobbies, so many hobbies. And because of that, I'll learn all kinds of nonsense. Um, And it's just, it just depends, you know, from video editing to audio editing to uh, some musical instrument to plugins to software nonsense to hardware nonsense, you know. And a lot of that just comes from hobbies, And because I have access to to tools that all of us have access to, YouTubes and the Googles, and, um, you know, you just do a search and you figure out how to do things. You know, they have Code Academy. Code Academy teaches you how to code. You just pick what uh, language you want to learn. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about development, web web development, like coding, you know, like strings of code. You can say, I want to learn Python or Python 2.0 or Ruby or J- Ruby Rails or Java, or JavaScript or C++. And you can just throw it in and be like, hey, I want to learn this. And they give you a course right off the bat and it's free. And, um, I, you know, I'm sure eventually when you reach a certain level, you got to pay. But I mean, you can learn how to do this on your own. Anybody can do this, man. Like the truth is the tools we have today should motivate you enough but we have so many distractions man so many distractions have you heard of the tic tac uh the tic tac is actually pronounced tic tock but i enjoy calling it the tic tac because it usually get um a good rise out of people because they think i'm serious and i roll with it and i've learned that's like a dad slash parent thing you just enjoy saying things incorrectly because it really ticks off uh the youth and it's a lot of fun actually so anyway the tic tac 
is a horrible distraction for people. Horrible distraction for people. It is a horrible distraction for people. The Tic Tac is an application. (laughs) Sound old already, don't I? It's an app that you can download that allows you to record yourself and use, get this, uh, tools that are within the app that uh, make you look like an editor to some extent because you can put voiceovers or music background or do some video editing and real basic stuff from your phone, which is exciting, right? Uh, But people get obsessed with it. Now, the thing is, people make absolute useless type of videos i'm talking like like uh just what they do is it's it's trendy that's what happens someone makes a video and people laugh at it and they're like ha! i wonder how they did that actually oh look it shows the music they use it shows the audio that was used it shows the the filter that was used look at that how about i just do it myself and then boom thousands of other people do it and gets popular dances get popular oh my gosh the tic-tac dances are absolutely horrendous um and then the uh you know people try to do like mini music videos which again this should be awesome stuff to stimulate the mind but instead it is an absolute horrible distraction for people and people eat this up i hate the tic-tac i've never downloaded it i never will and as soon as my kids attempt to try to ask me about it, I'm be like, no, the Tic Tac is not the devil. Uh, it's worse. Just stay away from it. It is the absolute worst app you could download. Um, I'm very anti the Tic Tac. Um, it just don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, my gosh. And it's just a bunch of kids trying to be hip. And then on top of that, to make things worse, I know I'm using that phrase in a very you know boomer kind of way and that's okay i'm 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 allowing that i'm i'm allow it because i'm cool with it because i definitely feel old when it comes to it because when i see it it just irks my bones i just get all like ah why why did someone make this app and then um uh on top of that uh older people will jump on the tic tac to try to be hip to try to be in and uh stay relevant you know, the phrase about being relevant is is <laughs> it's such a facade. I mean, kids being trying to maintain relevancy is outrageous. This has just turned into an old man rant. Did you notice that? I mean, it just went from like I was motivated to do this window for my wife to like I can't stand a tic-tac today. <sighs> but the reason is because I feel like, I genuinely feel like apps like the Tic Tac and the Facebooks and, you know, the, the Grams and stuff like that are, are, are just absolutely uh, demoralizing and degrading and just devolving people's minds where it should stimulate them and allow them to do greater things. What they've done instead is created these apps that have ease of use in other words someone really smart said how about we make this easy so anybody can do it which is not a bad thing but then they give it to the public and then when they start to do it the public learns nothing all they do is push a couple of buttons that somebody has already programmed for them why not learn to be the guy that programmed that thing 
why not take it a further step and say, I want to do more than just this. I want to excel myself, not for the sake of showing it off to people, but for yourself, just to better yourself as a person, as an individual. And, you know, it is biblical to excel. It's actually very biblical to say, don't stay like don't stay in a rut. Don't just do learn something and stay there. Grow, excel, learn more, do better and teach others to do better and do and just be a better person overall. But the Tic Tac is trying to steal that from everybody. Anyway, go learn how to replace a window and impress your significant other. OK, like do something like that because um, it, it, it's going to pay off. It, it's going to pay off very well. In fact, I have proof. That was my girlfriend, and now we're married, and we have three kids. And uh, I owe it back to that YouTube video where I learned how to uh, to do the thing on the thing. And uh, now that I know, you know, learned to do the thing on the thing, like I, motivation was was my girl, and boom, she's now my wife. Um, you have no idea where it can take you to excel, just to try to excel and do better. Don't get the tic tacs. <laughs> don't don't do it. At this whole time, people are probably like, the Tic Tac, like, isn't that a mint? Isn't that just like, you know, like, good, is this guy against oral hygiene? You know what I'm saying.